0: Today I've got something special in store for you, an exclusive flashback episode. These interviews, which I'll run a handful of times a year, feature guests from my transformational author experience, an online training I ran from 2011 to 2018 featuring top authors, publishers, and industry leaders. Some of these interviews are just too good to keep locked up in cyberspace any longer. So I'm bringing you one of my favorites today.
1: Hello everyone and welcome. I am so excited that you're here with me. Can you believe it? We're at the end of the first week of the training and get ready to be set on fire because I have Danielle Laporte with me and today we're going to do a fire starter session for creatives on accessing your authentic voice. So as I said, this is Christine Closer here, the Transformation Catalyst. I'm an award-winning author and creator of this transformational author experience. And I am just super excited to be here with you where we've had an amazing week and an amazing week coming up next week to help you discover how to transform yourself, your readers, your business, and ultimately the world with your book. So welcome to everyone who is, has been here this week. And I know we had a bunch of new people registered just since yesterday. It's awesome every day. get got tons of new people coming in. So welcome to those of you who might be here for the first class right now. Um, you're in for another powerful hour for sure. Um, I just want to say we had a lot of questions coming in last night. Um, My customer service team is bombarded with questions, but a lot of you are starting to have questions about the different upgrade packages. So just a quick reminder, if you want to become a Gold, Platinum, or Diamond member, um, remember Platinum and Diamond are the memberships that give you access to the writing contest. Um, The Gold level gives you access to all of the MP3 downloads, as well as transcripts as those become available. If you have any questions about the upgrade packages, just go to transformationalauthor.com forward slash upgrade. Again, transformationalauthor.com forward slash upgrade, and all your questions and everything you need to know, there's a nice neat chart that actually shows you what the differences are between the different upgrade packages. And if that doesn't answer your questions, just reply to any email you get from me, and my customer service team will take care of that for you. Um, Okay. I think that's everything that I wanted to say um, because we are getting ready to move into step four of the transformational author experience curriculum, right? So far, we've talked about paving your path for transformation. Way back on Monday, we started that. You might remember Panash amazing class, and then you move on to writing your transformational book, and we just got through strategizing your book, And now it's time to talk about step four, which is about excavating your authenticity, right? You just got so much strategy from Sandy and Reed and Linda Sievertson, who actually co-authored the Big Beautiful Book Plan with Danielle Laporte, Um, and you also heard from Chris Atwood. So you've got a lot of strategy kind of floating around in your mind, We're going to just kind of give you a little bit of a breather right now from mind space, head space, thinking strategy. And we're going to sink way back down into your heart, into your soul, into the purpose that you were put on this planet, and why you are here learning how to get your message out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world chances are it has something to do with your deep desire to just be authentic, be who you were born to be, and share and give what you're here to share and give. So let me introduce Danielle, and then we're going to get the fire started. Danielle Laporte is the creator of The Desire Map, a guide to creating goals with soul, and author of the bestseller The Fire Starter Sessions, which was with Random House Crown. She's also the co-creator of Your Big Beautiful Book Plan with Linda Sievertson. Danielle is an inspirational speaker, poet, former think tank exec, and business strategist. She writes weekly at daniellelaporte.com, where over a million visitors have gone for her straight-up advice, a site that's been deemed the best place online for kick-ass spirituality. I love that. (laughs) And she was named one of the top 100 websites for women by Forbes. So, welcome, Danielle. I'm so excited that you're here.
2: Mm, hi, hi, hi. I love talking about all things publishing and heart-centered. So I'm I'm stoked.
1: Oh, me too. And I think where I'd like for you to begin, because every single person listening right now, thousands from around the world, are on a journey of becoming an author, or if you're already published, reaching more people with their message. I'd love for you to share a little bit about what your j- journey was in becoming a published author.
2: Mm. Uh, I've, I've been writing books since I was in grade four. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. that. And the reason I mention that is because, you know, so much of who we are in the world when we're adults actually goes back to, you know, who we were as children. And that, that you know, who we are as kids, that's the... That's the essential self. That's the seed, and you know, you go through. Everybody goes through that. Uh, you go through that portal of, you know, who does the world want me to be, and then we shape ourselves and shift ourselves and distort and all of that. But so, I've been writing books for a long. I've been obsessed with books for a long, long time, and my first book was a book called Style Statement. It was a process I developed with a then friend about, I guess you could say. Soulful branding. You'd come up with these two words that that summed up who you were, and you would use those two words, your style statement, to make decisions and dress and figure out where to holiday and and how to express yourself. And it was my it was a good story on aiming high the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> I you know it was always clear. I just I didn't want a book that a couple thousand people read i wanted a book that thousands of people read and i was out to you know really start like this movement about soulful style so just aim for the top because there's only you can only go down from that you know you just you over aim and then you'll you'll land on pretty awesome so i found my agent the old-fashioned way i looked through books to to find author Mm acknowledgments where the author was really effusive and you know, seemingly sincere about thanking their agent. And I started with Malcolm Gladwell's *The Tipping Point*, and he really seemed to love his agent. So I went after her,
1: <laughs> and I
2: emailed Malcolm Gladwell, who, you know, he was at the height. I mean, he, he, he his height keeps rising, but this was the tipping point. Was a juggernaut. And I didn't think I was even going to hear from him. But I thought, what do I have to lose? This is another lesson. When you're being yourself, you really have nothing to lose because you show up. And if you get rejected, doesn't matter. You've been in integrity. You haven't compromised. And it went like this, like, hey, dear Malcolm, you're Canadian. I'm Canadian. And you're half black and I have dreadlocks. And I know how to pronounce Etobicoke, which is your hometown. And here's my concept. I gave him the concept in two sentences. And I want to get to your agent, and he basically you know he got back to me in twenty four hours and said, "How could he say no <laughs> <laughs> and that and and let me and let me just give us some context to say, this is an exceptional situation. I mean, I got a dream I got a dream deal on the first go. This does not often happen, and I don't take it for granted that we you know we got the magic touch on them the first time we were out of the gate. So, yeah, uh, you know, we got a deal with Little Brown. We, we got represented by that agent, who was one of the most powerful agents in the business. We got a six-figure deal with Lil' Brown, and the book came out. Mm. Mm-hmm. What a I wrote the book meaning. proposal while I was breastfeeding. Um, we sent a beautiful, like a physically beautiful package to the agent. She said, it's the most beautiful package I've seen in ten years. And that is what made it to the top of her pile of query letters. So there was a moment where I was writing a query letter. My creative partner came in and said, "What? You know, we can't send something out on on full scat paper, 12 point Times New Roman. That's not us." And I was like, "She's right. You know, this is a book about authentic style, and I created this linen-bound book, and it was beautiful. And you can't do that all the time. So I don't want people to hear that and think." i can put ribbons on things and send chocolates, and <laughs> sometimes that is just like, it just gets really clown-like, and it's a disaster. But if there's a way to stand out that's really true for you, do that. Because everybody else is so concerned with following the rules to fit in the box to get in the door to please somebody that they don't stand out.
1: Mm. And they bend themselves into all sorts of contorted shapes to fit in that box. And the thing that doesn't get in that box is the true essence of who they are. Yeah. Boring. Without all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, that perfectly ties into our theme for today, right, as a fire starter session for creatives about being your authentic self. And, you know, case in point, had you fit yourself into that box, that, you know, there's a good chance that Malcolm wouldn't have said yes and then the agent wouldn't have said yes, and we might not be having this conversation right now. So authenticity definitely is key um i want you to talk a little bit about this concept of the fire starter sessions because that was the first book that i heard about of yours i was like what's all this talk everyone's talking about Danielle Laporte and these fire starter sessions so would you actually tell everyone what a fire starter session is and what the fire is that you want to start now in our time together for the thousands of authors listening Mm,
2: what is a fire starter session well i mean now it's really a it's a it's um it's it's a context for having conversations so i'm more interested in interactive Q and A these days when i give a talk i i very rarely give a a, a um a whole speech anymore so, you know i don't do an hour i'm just like that's not what i do <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm going to talk for i'm going to set up I'll give you a setup for 15 minutes, and really show up and and put a theme out there. But the magic happens in the Q and A, and that makes event planners really nervous. And I say, and then I reframe it. I say, you know what I do? I do this improv. People shout words at me from the audience. They say things like patience, integrity, fire, deadlines, creativity, and then I respond. And then the event planner goes, "Oh my god, I love it!" Right? So it's all just how you frame your own originality. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So that's what a fire starter is now. What the, the genesis of it was that I was doing one-on-one jam sessions with people on how to rock their business, mostly entrepreneurs. It was mostly women that were showing up. And um, I extended that into doing groups. I did 16 cities, 16 different groups in a year. And I had a lot of conversations, and I saw a lot of themes. And that essentially became the book. And then the next step was I wanted to create a digital product because this is this is important how to, but I, I wanted to get it to market quickly. I didn't want to be hemmed in by 18-month production cycle with a publisher. I wanted to own my own copyright. I wanted to make three times the amount of money. So I did a digital program. I told everybody I was launching it on a certain date. I didn't even have it written. I gave myself three months. I said it was going to be multimedia. I didn't even know how to work iMovie. And I did it. And mm-hmm. I did that, you know, where this ties into sincerity and truth and authenticity is, you know, there was a lot of stuff out about entrepreneurship and how to how to rock your brand and digital marketing and, you know, five that's five years ago. This is like the gold rush for the online space. It's an unending gold rush, but And I had a moment of, what have I got to say? I was very clear. What I've got to say is, is, it's my story. And it's my lens. And it's my experience as a 30-something woman with a certain belief system and a certain style. And that is going to resonate with someone. And because it's going to resonate with someone, it's going to be immensely helpful. Because at the end of the day, it's all about resonance. And you're not creating resonance. You're not... You're not even putting out a vibration, really. You're flat if you're not really speaking your own truth and speaking from your own experience. And five years ago, and I still see this happen now, was a kind of new, new people, you know, onboarding into this, the online publishing scene, is there's a lot of people out there trying to write how-to programs and books uh, about things that they've actually never pulled off themselves and that Mm -hmm. they don't work. I see see these people, you know, they tank in in 12 to 18 months because it's not sustainable because it's really a castle made of sand. So um, when I came out with the digital version of Firestarter Sessions, I knew that I wanted a a traditional publishing deal eventually. Uh, So that was a really great experience for me of really beginning with the end in mind. And that's what happened. So the digital did very well, and that caught, that uh, caught the attention of an agent, and then we did an exclusive uh, pitch to Crown, meaning we didn't we didn't offer it to anybody else, and that was a love match. And uh, and Random House Crown did did fire starter sessions.
1: Mm, awesome. Uh, there's about 15 things that I could comment on right now with everything you just shared. Um, so I I actually am going to take a moment to do that because it feels like it's really relevant. You talked about like seeing people who go out there and do something that's not authentic, and it's not really true to who they are at their core. And 12 to 18 months later, they're they're just gone. And that was actually my story. You don't you don't know this about me, Um, but I wrote a book that I was not qualified to write, Mm. but that I needed to read, and it was called The Freedom Formula how to put soul in your business, which was the most important thing to me, how to put soul in your business and money in your bank. And I had all sorts of people who hired me to, you know, work with them, and the book sold thousands of copies, and people still consider it one of the best books out there on this concept of spirituality and business. But I wasn't there yet. And within two years of that book coming out, I was going through bankruptcy and losing my house. Mm -hmm. because people came to me because they wanted to make money, but what I wanted to do was the soul work. So I'm so glad that you brought that up, because each and every one of you listening in this moment, whether you're live or listening to the recording 10 years from now, um, in order for the book to be sustainable, it has to be true in your heart. You have to know you can stand on it. Um, and stand for it, and live it, because that's where you can best teach from and best be from. So um, I'd love for you just to talk a little bit more about why you really feel for authors or creators of any sort that this piece about being true to who
2: you are is so important. Obviously, sustainability, but what yeah, because the alternative really sucks. Because it's so <laughs> yeah. really painful to not be yourself. Because you're going to fry your adrenals out. Because you're not going to sleep as well. Because the imposter complex is a very heavy thing to carry around. It, you'll, it'll show up on your ass, by the way. You will just like be weighed down, and you're n- you're not living at your full capacity. You're not tasting food. So you're not feeling the kiss. You're not fe- you're not totally in you're not channeling all of your creativity. It's ha- it's it's not full living. So you know, I kind of get into this tough love tough love mode about it. It's like, do you want to be yourself or not? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the alternative? You want to fake it? You can do that. It's going to lead to it it's going to affect your health. Um, and being yourself is, is, showing up is scary. It takes courage. It takes stamina. You will be tested again and again. It, it, it's, it's, your work is never done, and it's totally worth it. I mean, I am, you know, I'm really clear about who I am. There's, there's no legal document that I haven't bent to, to fit what I wanted. I just, I don't believe in, in template contracts. I write what I want into an agreement. You don't always get it, but I craft what I want and still I meet I have to I'm a i am always have to face sort of my next level of pushback and creativity. So, you know, I sat with a publisher and was told, you know, I had to take out some of the cursing in the book or it wouldn't sell at Costco to which I said, Well, fuck Costco Because (laughs) this is who I am. What else is there to say to that kind of client? Right. And this is how I talk to my girlfriends. And this is how real people talk. This is how entrepreneurs with an edge who are going speak. Like, this is real life. So keep it in the book. And try and sell it to Costco anyway. And... I don't want to do the video. I, I just spent my afternoon talking about how to do my next. I'm, I'm creating my next, my next, my next program. My next course can be heavily video based, and I'm not going to stand up in front of a camera and talk for eight hours, because I don't want to do that. And I, and it's been done, and I really want to treat my audience, my my people, my readers, my engagers, like I would treat my friends. You're intelligent. You have a sense of humor, you're here to you're here because you're a seeker. We have lots in common and I got something to tell you. So um yeah, there's always you will always have an occasion to push back and just like do don't buy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't buy it. Don't fall for it. That you can't do it the way you want to do it. Um Sometimes those hard, those choices will be hard, not because you have to push back and, you know, you have to have tough conversations. Um, you're always going to worry about whether you're liked or not, guaranteed. does not matter how awesome and evolved you are. You think, oh, God, yeah, they're going to hate me. Uh, they're going to think I'm so difficult to work with. I get to, look, you can't please everybody. You talk to half of the people who have worked with me, and they'll go, wow, it's a gift. She's see, she's so generous and easy to go in. <laughs> and the other half of her, she's like she's a nightmare. She's like a nightmare to work for. <laughs> so can't please everybody, and um, it's so much more fun to be yourself. So much more fun. So much. And listen, it's authenticity is a muscle. You know, the more you show up, the more you're going to have to give. You, you'll get. I guarantee you. I can't really guarantee this. I guarantee you. You will get more creative the more you bend systems to your your pure desires. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just
1: downright liberating, right? I mean, I'm just, as I'm hearing you talk, I flash back to 2010, a year before the first transformational author experience where this name hit me. And I brought it to a room full of colleagues, many of which were seven-figure, multi-seven-figure, super successful entrepreneurs, you know, really savvy marketers. And I threw the name Transformational Author Experience in the room. Um, we were doing hot or not, and they were going to judge it on a scale of one to ten. I got crickets when I put that name in the room. Across the board, everyone was like maybe a two, but really not even a chart. That's the worst name we've ever heard for a, for a training program. mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: And And a a year later, (laughs) you're
2: wrong and I'm right.
1: (laughs) A year later, there I am, right, bankrupt, losing my house, like, feeling this press from God. It's like you've got to do this transformational author thing. And I just had to forget about what these super savvy best marketers around were saying about it and trust my gut and the part of me that knew beyond a shadow of a doubt
2: that this was right for me. Mm -hmm. Besides, most marketing out there is crap. I mean, let's get real. So people are talking to the lowest common denominator. So I don't, marketing expertise, that term means actually means nothing to me. Um, yeah, most of it is mediocre and, and banal, and it's treating everybody like they're dummies. So, you know, and I've had, Firestarter Sessions is a great example. You know, I talked to six agents. Actually, Linda Sievertson, who you mentioned at the top of the call, you know, is my co-creator with on your big, beautiful book plan. I came home from New York. I'm flying through L.A. I call, I'm in a bar at an airport. This is so classic. I'm in a bar at an airport. I call Linda, and I say, nobody wants my book. And, you know, she's like, oh, honey. Like six agents, you know. I met with agents. They wanted to know if I could make it formulaic. How about, could you put this into seven steps? I so, said, oh, because that seven steps hasn't been done before. Uh, Another guy told me that I was too poetic. And now, for those of you who haven't read my stuff, my, my way of, my voice, my writing voice, is what sets me, it's the key to my success, because I am poetic and mouthy and all those things. So could I be less poetic? And then somebody told me that, you know, really, the only people he could see for like an audience for this were like people who like were women. Who watched Oprah? And I was like, oh, because that's not a giant demographic that everybody wants. But, you know, so here I'm I'm like, no, I'm not going to do seven steps. I am poetic. Yeah, I want Oprah's audience. Now what do I do? Nobody wants the book. And uh, I gave up. I, I didn't give. I gave up. I shelved it. And I just said, it's, it, clearly it's not the time. The universe is saying to me, no, because I'm not ready to compromise we're going to go work on something else. And, you know, I let it go, and three weeks later an agent called out of the blue. <laughs> of course. Yep. Yep. Amazing.
1: Amazing. So I hope that everyone right now listening is just kind of breathing in Danielle's, and not just her wisdom, but her presence, her essence right there's something that's coming through Danielle to each and every one of you listening right now live recorded doesn't matter um that is beyond her words it's the it's the vibration of what she's saying that is the vibration and the resonance of truth and i just want to ask each and every one of you listening right now to just take a breath and see if you can feel where your truth the part of you that's true can feel and recognize that you're hearing something that is, yes, resonating with you, making your soul sing, maybe helping you feel a little bit lighter, a little bit more hopeful, that, yeah, you can do this your way. You can do this world, And not only can you, but, like, it's the only way to go. So I just want you to kind of let all of that sink in because there's a lot that's coming through to you now beyond the words, um, that Danielle is speaking. At least that's how it feels to me. I don't know what it feels like to you, Danielle, but it feels like to me, there's something in between the words that is also impacting our listeners.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. If you're open. Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I would love to have you actually speak a little bit and you've shared a little bit already. Um, just another one of these moments from your own life. And I'm sure you've had a gazillion of them where you really felt yourself sort of stepping out of that box, right? We heard about the unique um, way that you sent the uh, package to the agent. You know, we heard about your willingness to say, then no, I'm not going to do seven steps and I'm not going to not be poetic and I'm not going to fit in your box. Are there any other sort of like aha moments or moments of real transformation for you where you said, my way, right, in terms of being just your awesome, unique, amazing self? Mm.
2: Everything is awesome. (laughs) Um, Well, yes, there was a big one which led to the desire map. So I came out with Firestarter Sessions and and shortly thereafter wanted to sell my next book to my publisher, who was Crown at the time. And I gave them a proposal and they said, oh, let's call it something else. And I was like, okay, because I want the deal. All right, let's make a deal. I'm high on, I just, I'm high. I'm on the author's high. I just launched my last book and this was a party and we're selling and, okay, sure. And I didn't, so in in, in we had a verbal agreement, write the next book. It was was going to be kind of about desire mapping and it wasn't going to be called Desire Map because they thought desire was too sexual, too romantic.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. And I didn't sign the contract. And I went on holiday and then my lawyer went on holiday and then nothing gets done in August in New York. Everything shuts down really. and, and And it's very out of character for me. So usually I'm like... You know you draft the contract, you sign the contract, you ink it, you get the check, you get the money flowing like let's let's cut the check, let's go and but i wasn't I wasn't really moving very quickly, and I went through a very difficult couple weeks. It was bleak, I was confused, I felt uncertain, I didn't really want to write this book, something wasn't working. I actually went to that dark place of like how am I going to make money now? What am I going to do after fire starter sessions? And that's ridiculous. It's what I know how to do is like make stuff that works and sells online. And I just had the painful aha that you can't deny, you know, you get that, oh God, I know the truth. Now I can't go back. I realized mm. I didn't want to write that book for that publisher. And I called my agent and I said, you know, rut row, I don't want to do this. And she's like, you know, she's great. agent's never going to force you to write a book. And we backed out of the deal. And uh, I did Desire Map. And Mm -hmm. that's turned into a a dynasty and one of the most creatively fulfilling. So let me finish my sentence. One of the most creatively fulfilling things I've ever done that has the most longevity. Um... But I decided to do it myself. I'm going to self-publish. I don't even relate to the term self-publish. I just think, I'm just going to do it all. <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> um, and then a year... So that came out. And a year later, I sold the book rights in a kind of unique deal. Again, like, I don't want to do a traditional deal. That doesn't work. Let's do something funky. Uh, and I did a deal with Sounds True. And... Um, you know, design Map just growing, growing, and growing. It's amazing. It's 500 book clubs. It's a million-dollar uh, experience. It's um, all because I was really uncomfortable and said, "I don't want to do this." Yeah,
1: that's amazing. I know I have um, sort of like my inner circle of clients, from my transformational author, Master Heart clients, who are all going to be. Published together in a book next month um called Pebbles in the Pond. It's the third wave of that series, but um there's a bunch of them <laughs> they're like they're online in our little Facebook group talking about their desire map group, like they're actually doing it, they're studying it, and they're mm-hmm. um so I even see my clients you know that are closest to me uh just raving about it, having amazing experiences and um you know big breakthroughs by going through that desire map program so um I just want to thank you personally because I know the impact that you're having on, um, you know, some of the people closest to me in my world of clients I just love and adore and believe in, and I see the impact that the book is having on them. So thank you for calling your agent that day and saying, I'm not going to do that. i got to do it this way. i got to do it my way. Um, yeah, because, I mean, what – and we talked a little bit about it, but I just want to kind of open up the conversation perhaps from a standpoint – Uh, Because we might have some people right now, like I was back in, whatever, 2008, when I was writing the book The Freedom Formula, and, like, I kind of thought I was being authentic because I was putting soul in there, but it was only about 80% authentic, not 100% authentic. Can you kind of give some of the signposts? For people listening or the challenges that you might see people facing who aren't yet really on the mark of their authentic expression? Because we might have people listening right now saying, well, I think I'm being authentic, but is it really authentic? Like, what are some of the ways to know when it is authenticity and what are some of the ways to know when it's something that I call that I really don't like is Fabricated authenticity, because you probably see that in the market, too. (laughs) It's like, that person's, like, fabricating, trying to be authentic. And it's just, like, it's really kind of icky. I know when I experience it, I just feel like, ugh, uh, not interested. So could you speak to that? Like, this is a signpost. How would people know if they're moving
2: closer and closer to that, their own truth? Hmm, That's a great question. There's lots of layers in that. Well, you feel better. You feel freer. You feel like you know you're you're not holding anything back. There's a kind of a fluidity about it. There's there's more of a flow. It's easier. There's ease. It's not necessarily easier, but there's more an easefulness that's there. Um, I think you need to not criticize yourself for it only being eighty percent. I think sometimes there's a lot of wisdom to holding back. I think sometimes holding back is responsible. It's uh, about protecting yourself. You realize, you know, the more you get out there as a writer, the more public you, you become within your industry or, like, more broadly, you're going to have to get clear on what you share, how much of your energy you give. Um... So not being your entire self for periods of time, I think, is training for that. feels a little backwards, but there's an upside to that. Um, and I think it helps to have role models of boldness. Like we all know, you know, for a lot of us, there's a book and you say, I wish I wrote She wrote the book I wanted to write you know, or, oh, her voice, I love that, I love the way she says it, she's so funny, and you think, oh, I need to be funnier, and that's probably true, when you see that something outside that kind of sparks your envy in a healthy way, there's healthy envy, that's a call to say, I, I'm going to be more funny, and mm-hmm. push yourself in that direction, without mocking, or, or mocking is not the right, mimicking, Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I have my own role models of boldness. They're in different industries. You know, like I look at, um, I look at some musicians and I go, damn, that's good. She's really given it. I mean, look, who doesn't admire Beyonce? If you don't admire Beyonce, I can't be your friend. But, um, I mean, she's, you talk about taking an artistic stand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to release my. Screw the industry. I'm going to release my whole album at once. You know how many people probably told her she was insane <laughs> to do that? Everyone? And, yeah, she sold 900,000 units. Units. That's albums. That's not 99-cent tracks on iTunes. That's 1499 tracks or albums on, you know. Uh, it worked. She's a great example of do it your way. Yeah, yeah. I
1: love that. I I also love what you said about authenticity, and I'm hoping that someone is over on our Facebook page. Please, facebookcom slash Um Kind of just sharing the little nuggets that you're getting from Danielle with the other people, thousands of people in this online community as well. Um, so but I, I love what you Facebook. said
2: about. Mm-hmm. I have something else to say about authenticity. Can I can I keep riffing? Absolutely.
1: Okay. I just want to make sure that someone gets us on Facebook because I love that you said it. I don't know even if you know uh The beauty of it, but authenticity. Three of the components. That all the components are the three Fs: fluidity, freedom, flow. I just I want someone to go pop it up on uh on Facebook, and of course give credit to Danielle. Um, yeah, did I and say, then did I, can, say, is
2: that what I just said? Freedom. You fluidity. did. You taught. Oh. Yeah, because I wrote <laughs> it down. I was. Like, I'm taking <laughs> notes too, everyone. Believe me, oh, I got my good. purple pen and my paper. I didn't even hear myself say that. Yeah. Here's the other thing, because this is another kind of trend I see. Authenticity is not about being bold. Okay, so I'm kind of contradicting myself with saying, go find models of boldness, find models of sincerity, because especially in the online space, I think people think, you know, it's the loudest, it's the coolest that gets heard. That's not always the case, and it doesn't matter because if you're not if you're not hip if if you're not loud if you're not bold and what you are is more you know steady and penetrating and reserved and you know that's your form of wisdom then you need to be that and you need to speak in the form of media that feels most comfortable to you so you know an example i've 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 given before is you know take take Gabby Bernstein. She's a good friend of mine. Gabby does vlogs. She does video logs every week because Gabby doesn't want to sit down and write a 500-word blog post once or twice a week. She wants to rock the camera, and she does it very well. I do not want to do video blogs at all. I do them like so rarely and begrudgingly, and I do them on my iPhone, and I do them in three minutes. I want I want to write. That's my voice. Other people want to do audio. So in my days when I did when on work with writers and entrepreneurs, I get this all the time, oh, God, do I have to do a video? No, not if that's how you feel about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, you might want to hire a videographer to do like a 90-second intro to who you are that's on your homepage so we can see you and we trust you and we know you're an animated creature, but, like, you don't have to play the video blog, blog game. If you want to write, just write. If you don't want to be on LinkedIn, don't be on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. You guys all getting this? Because uh, on Monday, we begin. Well, actually, no, we don't. We start later today with shifting into Reaching More Readers. Lisa Cherney coming up at the uh, for our triple play Friday. Um, but we kind of shift gears into marketing, but as, and reaching more readers is kind of the segment of the curriculum, but it's really about marketing, so you can learn a little bit about marketing. But as we go into that, later on this afternoon, what I want you to remember is what Danielle just said, and I'm going to try to make sure that I also reiterate it um, as we go through the marketing portion of the training so that you really hear what Danielle just said. You don't have to do video unless you really love doing video. If you pick one form of marketing, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree with this, Danielle, but if you pick like one modality of marketing that you just love and that's all you do, I believe you'll have much more success with doing one thing that you love consistently than doing 10 things that you really don't like haphazardly. Um, would you agree that that's you know a, a better or at least for those who don't like doing tons of things you know a decent approach to take is just do the one thing that you love master it and then add a second.
2: Uh, as I say to my kid, totes. That's that's kid talk for totes. Totally totes. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Awesome. Now. I have a feeling, right, as I'm just tuning into the transformation, the amazing transformational author audience and the incredible week we've had, um, I can almost feel tears coming in my eyes as I kind of just tune in here because I have a strong feeling that there's some of you listening right now who feel this foot on the pedal, foot on the gas, foot on the brake, foot on the gas, foot on the brake, and you are like so yearning, like you want to bust out to just be that person, to be that authentic expression, to be who you were born to be, but like you, the fear that's between where you are now and that is like still. In the way for some of you, like I can just feel like there's a strong desire, but this, mm, like this thing in front of you that um, some of you are feeling like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get past that to experience my liberated, authentic self. What suggestions, what would you say to the person who is like, yes, no, I can do this, no, I can't, I want to get out of my box, and, oh, it's a lot more, you know, safe in the box, and I'm going to be who I was born to be, and uh, maybe not this lifetime because it's terrifying for the person is going back and forth. Um, perhaps right now in this moment, what, what do you want to offer that person to help them kind of cross that line,
2: take that step? I want to say I'm I'm gonna lean on my my own philosophy which is about desire. So I believe that when you get really clear on how you wanna feel you have it creates momentum for you. It um to go after what you want. So when you're clear that you wanna feel, say, connected or creative or energized or courageous or love whatever it is for you then you know what you'll do what it takes to feel that way and getting your work out into the world is directly related to your most what i call core desired feelings so i think it all goes back to the heart and that clarity of of how you want to feel and when you have that kind of clarity you act you act more better, you know, your your you your brain fires in a different way. Uh you have a you have a more holistic kind of determination as opposed to I have to kind of draw the opposite scenario of just you know, you have this goal to publish a book. Well, you know, I would sit down with you and say, "Well, why?" and maybe we we get you to your core desired feelings and you'd realize it's exactly You know, publishing this book is exactly what you need to do to feel the way you want to feel. Um, Maybe it's not about publishing the book for you. Maybe it's a quiet memoir that's just for your family. Maybe you realize you actually want to create a documentary and a book. Um, But get clear on on your preferred state of being, on your core desired feeling, and then the the clarity around uh, what to do will follow that.
1: Hmm, so beautifully said,
2: and it feels
1: like it might be time, because we kind of just realized this sort of somewhat serendipitously, that Danielle's birthday is coming up on Sunday, this Sunday, the 25th, and um, yes, of course, you can go to the Facebook page and, you know, say happy birthday, we'll try to get her over there to connect after the call, Um but it just so happens, like I love how grace works sometimes, because it just so happens that today Danielle is having her amazing fourth annual pay what you can event, um, and it has to do with the desire map. So, if it feels okay with you, Danielle, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what you've got going on, and um, if the timing's right, I'll give people the URL. What do you? What, what's your feel? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. Um, So you can go to, you probably guessed it by now, transformationalauthor.com forward slash Danielle, and Danielle is spelled D-A-N, like Nancy, I-E-L-L-E. So transformationalauthor.com forward slash Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. And there you're going to see the special pay-what-you-can event for the desire map. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit more about that, and I'll ask you a few more questions before we wrap.
2: Well, it is what it, 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 is what it says it is, which it really is a pay-what-you-can day. Um, so, you know, I reserve the right to refuse silly offers, but, but go for it. So I think, I mean, the package we've put together is uh, I think it's definitely worth over 100 bucks and we're going to run it for a, a, a day or two um and the, like the crowd goes wild it's amazing experience we so much happens on pay what you can day we've got people who say you know i already have desire map but i want to give i want to put 50 bucks into the pot for someone who can't even afford pay what you can day, or who doesn't have any money in a PayPal account, or their credit cards are maxed, or something like that, mm-hmm. and we will match them up with someone who has emailed us and said, "I wish I could afford this." <laughs> it's be some people do even more of a pay it forward and say, "I want to buy, you know, I want to buy five packages of your digital packages and give them to the five people and give you a hundred bucks or something, or ten bucks or whatever." It's just. The generosity that builds on this is really, really lovely. And it all started on my birthday four years ago, and I thought, what can I do to be as generous as I can on my birthday? And at the time, what was going on? Where did I have? I had Firestarter Sessions, and that digital program was like 150 bucks. And I thought, oh, my God, this could be insane. And... I said, "Just pay me what you can. I'll I'll keep my cart open for for twenty four hours." <laughs> and my like site crashed, and I got checks from chicks in in Hong Kong and <laughs> Idaho for like three years who were just like, "I'm gonna pay ten dollars a month until I've paid you one hundred fifty dollars." I learned so much about wow. human nature. People make mm-hmm. people do what they say they're gonna do. You know, I've never <laughs> in all this time i this is this is the fact in all this time, I've never gotten i gotta make sure that's the truth. No, that's the truth. I've never gotten hosed people people pay what they say they're going to pay, because there's a big honor system component to all this, and yeah, so that's pay what you can do.
1: And the program itself is the desire map, right? I mean but it's not just the book,
2: it's a little bit more than the book, isn't it? Well, you get the digital version of the book, you get a bunch of you get the book on audio um, you get supplement i think you get like the desire map experience, which is how to apply this to your life. It's just this like beautiful digital board. It's all things mm. desire. All things a
1: desire. Love it. <laughs> so if you are up for all things dev- desire, especially for those of you who really resonated with Danielle said about, you know, if you are on the break in the gas and the break in the gas, that you just want to bust through. You heard her talking about the importance of getting to the core desire, really connecting with that core desire. And when you reach that and you know that and you own that, Um, It shifts how you move forward. And from what I hear you saying, Danielle, for people who go over to transformationalauthor.com forward slash Danielle, they will have, you know, the smorgasbord of everything they need from Danielle to really get to those core desires and be fired up as a result of moving forward with what you were born to do. So, I would encourage you all to go out there and check it out because, I mean, come on, 365 days out of the year and we just happen to have this call on the one when it's pay-what-you-can day. I mean, you can't can't deny um, the serendipity of this moment. So I hope a lot of you are heading over there to pay-what-you-can to get the full um, Desire Map board from Danielle. So awesome. Anything else you want to say about that before I ask you another question? Mm, we covered yeah, it pretty well. Um, follow your heart. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, you know what? I have like five different questions in my own heart. So let me just get, let me just tune in for a sec. Give me a moment. I just want to make sure that I'm, I've got only a few minutes left with you. I want to maximize them for everybody listening. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, the question that I, that I got that I'm supposed to ask you is about when someone steps out from this place of authenticity really stepping more and more into who they are um, and the world around them perhaps maybe some of the people closest to them right? Cause oftentimes those are the, the feathers that we ruffle the most when we step into who we are at least that's sort of my experience has been somewhat. Um, my family doesn't know what to do with me. Really, um, they don't get me. They don't. They have no idea what I do. Um, it's really kind of funny. My mom makes me write down. Can you write down what I'm supposed to tell my friends when they ask me what you do? Um, so for anyone who like does that, and they they don't feel like they're necessarily stepping out into that warm, fuzzy territory where they're going to land in a really soft lap. Just enveloped with congratulations for stepping out, um, but they maybe hit bumps and resistance, maybe from loved ones.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the more and more authentic they become, what would you say to them to, to help them not recoil back into the safety zone but continue to step into their authenticity no matter what you know no matter what kind of kickback they're getting back they're getting around them. Mm Does that question make sense?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The first layer is that pushback is part of it. So what happens, I think, is a lot of people, they get pushback, they get doubts, they get lack, you know, sometimes painful lack of support from the people around them, and they jump to the conclusion that it must mean that they're not doing the right thing. They question themselves because they're being questioned externally. And being questioned externally and friction is inevitable. It's inevitable. It's natural. It ends up actually being as aggravating as it can be, actually being really useful. And uh, one of the reasons it's useful is because it pushes you to really be a stand for what you want It does push you in a positive way to question what you're doing. And you should always be questioning what you're doing. Not necessarily from a doubtful lens, but just, you know, am I on path? Is this in sync with my most desired feelings? Is this making me feel alive? Um, So there's that. Another layer is guilt is part of creativity and becoming more conscious. So you're going to do things to express yourself, be yourself, list things off, create what you need to create, and you're going to feel guilty. You're going to... Look, Everybody, every mother who's listening to this call who has a book to write and and needs to get a, a sitter, nine out of ten of us feel guilty for that. Well, first mm-hmm. of all, you got to get to the realization that you actually need a sitter and some child care support so you can do your creative work instead of doing it after the kids are to bed and after you fold the laundry and then you're fried... And you start your day, most moms start the second day at about 9 o'clock when the house shuts down, and they work from 9 to midnight, and they get up and everybody's tired. Um, and they're going to feel guilty for getting a sitter, and the kid's going to say, where are you going? I'm going to cafe to write. <laughs> doesn't always make sense to everybody, <laughs> but it's part of it. You're going to say no to people who said yes to you. You're going to depart the people who gave you your first break, you're going to outgrow people and feelings will get hurt and it's unavoidable. We're all just bumping up against each other as we expand, you know? Um, and then the third layer to this is screw them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And and hang out with people who, who, who are saying yes. Not yes men who are just saying you can do anything because guess what? You can't do anything but um, yeah, you know why I, I want to hang out with people who are cheerleading me. And if you're not getting the support, it doesn't mean you dump everybody in your life who's not supportive. You know, the fourth layer to this is go out and get the support you need. Get a mm-hmm. coach. I love coaches. I love coaches. Get someone who's going to help you with accountability and and illumination and uh, and encouragement. Sometimes you have to pay to be encouraged.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know I've already heard from, you know, tons of you who have registered for the Diamond Level Path, where you get six months of group coaching with me, you know, live, in person, where I answer your questions, keep you on path, and you get this community of like-minded authors that you get to gather with and be in a relationship with. And, I mean, there are people who have come out of, you know, some of you might not find this easy to believe, but I assure you it's true there are people who have come out of this virtual, global, transformational author experience literally finding and developing relationships with people who have become like soul brothers and soul sisters and best friends that they didn't even know that they needed to know. It's like they meet each other here virtually. And then you know, you will come out to the Breakthrough event live in September for the Diamond Pass holders. Um, But the kind of support that you can receive even just from this community, whether it's on the coaching calls with me and at the live breakthrough in September as a Diamond member um, or just finding each other on Facebook and developing relationships, lives have changed through this program because of support people got just by going to the Facebook page and connecting with like-minded people who are on the same path who believe in the possibility of their dream of being their authentic self. So, um, Everything you said, Danielle, is so true and really available for all of you here. Um, I just want someone to make sure that you put out on the Facebook page, pushback is part of the journey of authenticity. It's part of it. Don't let it stop you in your tracks. It's part of it. And, again, credit that to Danielle. Um, and I also love the other thing you said, that we're all just bumping up against each other as we expand. Just beautiful. Beautifully said.
2: Thank
1: you. Oh, well, we are just about coming in to wrap up here. Uh, Before I close the call, are there any final words, any final message that you want to, you've been so generous with sharing your gifts already, um, but anything that you want to leave everyone
2: with listening right now? Mm -hmm. Yes, if you want to be a writer, write and write anything and write anywhere and write anytime so there's no there's no perfect time <laughs> to write you know mm. um so you might need to have your desk clean and it may need to be sunny out and i get that we have rituals rituals are great but but there's so much power that happens when you're just like i'm going i'm going to write on the bus if i need to write on the bus and I'm gonna write in the if I have to lock myself in my car in the garage to have fifteen minutes of quiet. I'm I'm gonna do that. And
1: I've done that. I've right? actually
2: done that. <laughs> and it's so satisfying. I mean, there's two kinds of um is this is what I wanna say, are there two kinds of writing? Let's say there's two times two kinds of times when you write. One is the times when you're on deadline. And you got to lock yourself in the car, and you're sitting, you know, Linda has a great story about sitting at a friend's bedside in the hospital and being on deadline, and she, she had to finish her book, and she did, and she nursed her friend at the same time, you know. Um, the, there's those times. That's the whatever-it-takes times. And if you get that far, you will do whatever it takes to meet your deadlines. But there's the other times of just the creativity is there, the desire is there, and we're looking for the perfect time to which I say, just, just find, grab a piece of paper. I, you know what time my excuse used to be? I like to write in a particular size of moleskin with plain paper. I don't like the lined ones. And I like to write with a particular pen. I write with a Uniball Vision blacking pen. And I would, <laughs> this is, uh, this is ridiculous. I would not write something unless I had those tools. I would wait. No, done. Forget it. If I have to write a poem in crayon on the back of my kids, you know, school project, I do that. If I only have 10 minutes and I can do my, you know, as Anne Lamott says, my shitty first draft, I do that. Mhm. I write.
1: I love it. I feel like you just definitely gave people some liberation to get rid of, and I'm actually holding my Pentel Energel purple liquid gel ink, because this is a pen I like to write with. Um, but for everyone listening who lets yourself get stopped by it's not the right day, it's not the right time, it's not the right weather, I don't have the right music, I don't have the right pen, the right paper, the whatever, crayons on the back of your kid's kid school project. Right? Any scrap of paper you can find. you um, the, 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 got to do it you've just got to do it like danielle said if you're a writer right so awesome my goodness well thank you so much danielle i know i can't wait to get over to facebook and connect with everyone later today and um see what everyone's saying about this call i definitely feel like we fulfilled our purpose of having a bit of a fire starter session here around accessing your authentic voice your authentic self and just really helping people understand that journey and what it takes so from the bottom of my heart Danielle I just want to thank you for taking your
2: time to share your gifts and your authenticity with all of us today so thank you mm, thank you I anything to do with people who want to create good stuff I'm, I'm here so this is a total pleasure thank you
1: mm, well you're welcome and thank you everyone for listening for being here right, for resonating, because I know if you're here right now at the end of the call, there's a part of you that is resonating really deeply with this next step for you in your authentic creative expression. So thank you for letting me help guide you on this journey. Thank you for your time, your energy, your focus, which I know is valuable and I don't take lightly. So um, we have a big day today. Um, Because coming up next, we've actually got uh, David Howitt, who's the author of the book, Heating Your Call. Um, That's coming up next. And then after that, we have a special Triple Play Friday bonus session. And for those of you not upgrading to gold, platinum, or diamond, um, you can listen to the recordings all weekend long. We don't just leave the recordings up for 24 hours. You can listen all weekend. Um, So you're good to go in that that arena. Um, And what else did I want to say? Oh, again, the URL to go grab while you can, at least those of you listening live um, in May of 2014 on the 23rd, definitely go to transformationalauthor.com forward slash Danielle for Pay What You Can Day for her Desire Map um, kind of amazing package she put together for you there. I would strongly recommend that you all at least go check it out. And I think that is a wrap for now. So... This is Christine Closer, the Transformation Catalyst, creator here of the Transformational Author Experience. Just delighted to spend this time with you, and I can't wait to see you next as I talk with David Howitt. And uh, between now and then, in the few minutes we have apart, um, just may you continue to be blessed on your transformational
0: journey. Namaste. I hope you enjoyed today's flashback episode. I'm sure you can see why I wanted to dust this interview off and share it with you today. Be sure to keep listening for more great flashback shows coming up in the future. And now it's time for the regular show close. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.